Hey everyone. Welcome to the new episode of Critical Material Podcast. In this episode, we will take a deep dive into the crisis that is happening in Ukraine. I'll be discussing three major aspects: the history of the war, what's happening currently, and the future for Ukraine. To know what really led to this humanitarian crisis, we have to zoom out and understand the deep-rooted history between the former Soviet territories. The historical reality of modern-day Ukraine is more complex than Putin's version of events, encompassing a thousand-year history of changing religions, borders, and people. Following the collapse of the Soviet Union in 1991, Ukraine declared its independence. At that time, Ukraine housed a sizable portion of Soviet nuclear arsenal, and it agreed to hand over those weapons to Russia. The revolution of dignity. also known as the Maidan revolution took place in Ukraine in Feb 2014 when deadly clashes between the protesters and the security forces in Ukraine's capital Kyiv culminated in the ousting of the elected president Viktor Yanukovych and the overthrow of the Ukrainian government the annexation of Crimea by Russia and the creation of self-proclaimed breakaway states of Donetsk and Luhansk Putin claimed that The attack was merely for the protection of the ethnic Russians living in the eastern Donbas region, many of whom have never supported the country's relatively pro-Western government. The international community does not recognize the annexation, but Russia has indisputably controlled the territory since 2014. Due to this, a proxy war had simmered in Donbas between the Russian-backed separatist forces and the Ukrainian government. A 2015 peace deal. largely ended major battles but the fighting continued leaving more than 14000 people dead in the process now let's zoom in and understand what's happening in ukraine right now 3 days before his latest invasion putin unilaterally recognized the independence of two breakaway regions of donbas the self declared people's republic of donetsk and luhansk This move led to the US and its allies imposing sanctions on Russia. Putin's attempt to redraw the map of Europe risked becoming the most devastating conflict on the continent since World War II. The Battle of Ukraine began in the early morning hours on Feb 24th, when Russian President Putin launched what he called a special military operation into the country of about 40 million people. The bloodshed and the fleeing have been alarming. Ukrainian civilians taken arms to protect their country against Russia's mighty power is something that truly reflects their patriotism and love for the nation. Number of deaths keep on increasing on a daily basis. The arguments given by President Putin were false and irrational, increasing his efforts to demilitarize and denazify Ukraine. He claimed that he wanted to safeguard people subjected to bullying and genocide. Despite the contrary, Ukraine is a thriving democracy headed by a president with Jewish heritage. Russia's propaganda machine has peddled the idea that its future and its future place in the world are at stake. When the West offered a safe haven for Ukrainian president when Russia started attacking, Vladimir Zelensky said that the fight is here, I need ammunition not a ride. He also compared President Putin to Hitler. This sustained international pressure and Ukraine's resistance may still not be enough to force Russia to end its military campaign. Now let's see what's the future for Ukraine. I can think of four possible scenarios that can play out in the future. 
Russia definitely has an upper hand due to its mighty military power, but Ukraine has certainly grabbed world's sympathy and support. Dividing the control of certain regions seemed like a plausible outcome of this deadly war. Some analysts believe that Russia's patchy control over Ukraine could lead to some sort of partitioning of the country, especially as Russia becomes more entrenched in the eastern Ukraine, mainly in Donbass region, where it recognized the independence of two pro-Russian states before it invaded the rest of the wider country. Second scenario, in my opinion, would be Russia taking the control of the entire country. Even if Russia takes over the country, most warn that Ukrainians would continue to fight against any regime that doesn't consider Ukraine as a nation. The Ukrainians left in the country would topple any such regime by any means possible, as significant human and financial resources would be required by the Russian forces to sustain power in Ukraine. Another scenario that is less likely to happen is NATO and Russia clashing with each other. The Western military alliance, NATO, has repeatedly refused to directly intervene in the Russia-Ukraine war, as doing so would likely bring them to a direct conflict with Moscow, which for its part has warned that any country that interferes in what it calls a special military operation in Ukraine will face untold consequences. It remains highly unlikely Russia would launch direct military attacks against NATO forces, which would lead to a major catastrophe. But we can all hope for a miracle that is indeed a withdrawal of Russian armed forces from Ukraine, which would be the best possible outcome for the country in this dire situation. This can only happen if Ukraine makes a deal with Russia and agrees to never join NATO or EU and act as a buffer state. I want to conclude this episode by echoing the famous words of Naval Chamberlain. In war, whichever side may call itself the victor, there are no winners, but all are losers. Thank you everyone for listening to this episode. Don't forget to like and subscribe it on your favorite podcasting platforms and watch the space for new episodes. Goodbye and stay safe.